0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we are doing this one together. It's called Marriage Conversation.
1: Conversations. So
0: um, we just wanted to address some questions that we've been getting from Instagram. And um, it seems like a lot of you really enjoy when we do topics on marriage and on dating. And um, and that's totally cool with me. Because um, I think that there's a lot of questions that go unanswered. And um, It's a very, very good topic to understand.
1: So So. question number one, why, uh, Krista, why is it important to my calling in life who I marry?
0: Well, you know, I think a lot of people, um, especially when they're single and they want to fulfill what God's, um, you know, calling them to do in their life. Um, they have somewhat of an understanding that they need to marry the person that God has for them, but you know, same, you, you, you're at a place where you're kind of frustrated because you're, it's been a time of waiting for you. Um, I, I just want to encourage you: just be so thankful that you haven't made the wrong decision yet, because um, you, it is important; it is absolutely detrimental to your calling in life who you marry. You know, um,
1: the reason why is because we look at Genesis so when we look at the original marriage the original relationship God had a layout of how it would work people look at marriage as like you know obviously people single people believe the Lord for someone to be married but then when the time comes they'll run into somebody and they think this person could work and even though they don't Uh, line up exactly with what they're believing for. They're almost like, well, you know, the person could change or... Or I can change. Or I can change, or it's not that important. This is probably a blessing from the Lord. I'm just not seeing it the right way. And they make excuses for a lower standard. Um, uh, You know, if it's something small, like, oh, I wanted someone with... uh, I wanted someone with blonde hair... You know, they're actually... Better eyebrows. There are hair coloring <laughs> solutions now that you can put mm-hmm. in and, and change the hair color, but lowering <laughs> their standard. But God put set it up that we would have somebody who helps us fulfill what we're called to do. Marriage is not the goal. I was able to do um, conduct a wedding service for some friends yesterday, and part of the, the charge that I put in there is um, to remember the call of God in your life, because marriage is not the goal marriage is a vehicle for great pleasure, great joy, great satisfaction, but it's a tool for the kingdom of God. One will put a thousand to flight, two will put 10,000 to flight. So if you're, hey, I'm going into full-time ministry and you find somebody who's like, hey, I want to be a hairstylist. Like what do you really think you're going to be on the road traveling or pastoring a church? And the other one has has nothing in nothing to, do to do with, with that ministry. realm at all. Yeah. It's, you're meant to be going after something together. So yeah. that would be the uh, answer to that, that question is God's Put your marriage, marriage is not the goal. Marriage is for a purpose.
0: So I'll ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is, are there m- multiple options for me to marry?
1: The answer is once you're married, no. No. <laughs> you cannot marry any more people once you're married. This isn't the Old Testament. That is
0: polygamy and that is gross. That's a
1: good word. Gross. That's a big word. <laughs> um, I was talking about gross. I'm kidding. Um, um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I believe there's the perfect will of God. I believe there's the permissible will of God. I know that people can... The thing
0: is you have free will. Anybody can, I mean, God has given you free will. So you you can, yeah, I mean, just like you can choose what shirt you wore today, you can choose what spouse you want to marry. That doesn't mean that they're going to be the right spouse for you. So, you know, a lot of people, I think they think, well, if I can just make this happen then it'll work. It'll be fine. It'll be, you know, everything will work out. That's not necessarily true. Just because you can marry someone doesn't mean that you should.
1: Yeah. I heard someone say that 90% of a good marriage is just picking the right person. And so when you know inside your heart and you follow the leading of the Lord, that's where the Lord sets you up with. Krista and I, we've been married for two and a half years. Yesterday was two and a half years. It's been, uh, it's actually been easy. It's been enjoyable. It's been the best two and a half years of my life. Um, we've, we both want peace in the home. You work it out. So uh, I believe there is a perfect will of God f- for your life. God has, if God picked a wife for Isaac, I believe he'll pick a spouse for you. Um, but I think if you made a, it's hard to be able to say, yeah, I made the wrong decision. You know, maybe you don't want to say that to yourself, but God can bless. Um, but when you go into it, D- don't settle for less. If you know, this isn't the one. We've heard stories of people who are like at the altar and they realize, man, th- I'm making the wrong decision. Like run, like make the right decision. God has called yeah, you. If you haven't
0: made this permanent yet and you're still having a question mark, is this the will of God. I'm not really sure. It feels like a long interview process, and I'm 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 still not really sure. But you know, I know we both want to be married. That's not necessarily the perfect will of God for your life, and so that's why I would say, um, you know, just be prayerful about it. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a rush. You know, if if either of us had been in a hurry or been in a rush, you know, we could have been married to somebody and it wouldn't have been each other. And so I'm just grateful that, you know, God protected me as a single person, that God protected Ryan as a single person, because um, it's it, it would be very easy and it would be something that, that um, would have taken us totally out of um, where we're supposed to be in life. So I'm grateful that I didn't see it that way that I didn't see, oh, there's multiple people that I could be married to. I just have to pick one. I'm so glad that that wasn't the doctrine that was, you know, um, told to me.
1: I think if you're not a Christian, you can, there are, I mean, you could do whatever, but it's like everything we do, it's the same way with moving. Like people, you know, if you're called by God, if you're, if you're a Christian You shouldn't just be, oh, I'm just going to go pick the city. Oh, you know, I like the idea of moving to Savannah. It's a nice city. You know, Portland's always been an exciting place for me. I'm just going to move up there. Like, your decision should be based on where God wants you. Trust me, God has an opinion. God has a plan. It's not just, oh, do whatever you want. This isn't, we talked about it yesterday. This isn't Burger King. And the next question, um, can I pray my spouse in?
0: Yes, you can pray your spouse in. Um, I think think people think that it's this... um you know, they say things like, "Well, it's the timing of God," and yes, it is the timing of God. But if you begin preparing yourself, and if you begin praying for this person, um, you you actually have a you actually have a say. Your prayer actually can do something. You know, we we hear, you know, how the Bible says, you know, if if I just, you know, if I speak to this mountain, say this mountain, be thou removed, be cast into the sea. We think that our, sometimes we think that God is this all powerful. He's going to do everything by himself. But the Bible actually tells us you are supposed to speak to the situation. So if you are, um, you know, you're single and you want to be married, you need to start speaking to the situation. And I know that that may sound funny to some people, but you need to start, you know, um, declaring by faith what you're believing God for in that spouse. And I really believe that once you've let go of all your preconceived ideas, and I think so many people, and I know as a woman, so many women, we are, um, you know, very, you know, we, we, we'd want to like analyze like different guys that you meet when you're single and you know, Oh, well, would he be a good husband? Okay. No, he definitely wouldn't be a good husband. Oh, you know, it may work. If you can just let go of that whole scenario and just say, God, I'm praying for the man of God that you have for me. And when you bring him into my life, I will know. I'm not gonna even waste a second. And I think that that was was the place that I had to get to And um, I mean, it was very, very quick. I mean, like ridiculously quick after I kind of got to that point. And um, I had been praying for Ryan. I had been praying, I mean, not for him by name. I didn't know it was him, but I had been praying for my future husband for a long time. But when I let go of all preconceived ideas of everything that I thought I knew and this and that and whatever, and I just put it into God's hands and I just began to just get excited like God I know that you have someone for me. I'm not gonna find them myself. I'm asking you in faith I'm asking you that you will you will bring us together. You will you will put us in the in the right place at the right time that you know our our paths will cross. And when I prayed that prayer in faith, I mean it was literally two days later when he walked up to me at the church. And so and that's another thing too, if you're not in a church and you're a Christian you, you don't even have a chance. Like you, you're
1: not, well, you, you, gonna, you gotta, yeah. Are you going yeah. to go to, do you really think you're going to go to Starbucks and find someone who's like reading their Bible in Starbucks and strike up a conversation? It's this gotta is, be a like, place you, where, yeah. The, the just with denominational beliefs, the reality is if you want to serve yeah. God with all your heart and, and find someone who's on the same page, like get plugged into a ministry where you can find someone and, and let the Lord bring, bring someone to you. But and
0: The thing is somebody that's plugged into a ministry isn't looking for you. Because you're not, you know, I mean, if you're not looking in the church, so if you get plugged in and, you know, and believe God, but, but God wants this for you, as much as you feel like you want to be married, trust me, God wants you to be married. He wants you to be fruitful and multiply. He wants you to have good success in your life. So, um,
1: but the truth is, so we, it comes down really just to trusting God. For me, I I didn't pray I was 32 and I got married. I didn't pray for my wife until I was about 30, um, I, sorry, I was 30 when I got married. I didn't pray for my wife till I was about 28. I got a home when I was 27. Uh, I hadn't started praying for my wife yet. Um, people had been talking to me how I need to be married, but I was just like, I just wasn't there yet. I got a home. A couple years after I got a home, I just felt like, hey, the time has come. And that's when I started to pray. And then it was within a year or so that um, Krista came along. So I believe that the Lord will lead you and put things on your heart um, but really, you're you being led by God because God will give you a focus. For, hear me on this. God will give you a focus for your life. God will give you something in front of you to do, to put your hand to. And your faithfulness a lot of times in that area is is will can delay or can bring the spouse uh, can delay the spouse or bring the spouse in, in the Lord's exactly. timing. Because the truth is, if you're not mature enough, for some people, marriage is actually the end of their spiritual growth. They they get settled into marriage and they just do their thing where they're on their own. They're they're growing in the Lord. If you don't, if there's a man that's not, as a woman, if there's a man who's not like the go-getter spiritually and you marry him, the likelihood of you still going hard, as hard after the Lord as you were before is... is it, diminishes because you're going to end you come up being under his him.
0: authority too. You, yeah, you He's have to like take care
1: of him. Yeah. If you have someone if you marry someone who's head it's full on going for the Lord, you'll you'll see that. So, a lot of times the Lord's wanting to develop you to a place where you're ready where you can be self-sustained spiritually, where mm-hmm. you can grow on your own. You're not waiting it's not your, your your spiritual life isn't depend on your Sunday morning serving, and so some people are like why is it taking so long? You need to grow up spiritually, be faithful with what God has in front of yeah. you. Yeah,
0: if you want the quick, the quick and easy way to be married, if you feel like you're ready and you want to be married, the quickest and easiest path to that is. Just, yeah, like he said, get spiritually on your own two feet and be motivated. You know, don't have it where somebody has to um, be on you to be motivated to go after the things of God. You know, get yourself to that point where you hunger and thirst after the things of God and you're going
1: after it 100 miles an hour. Let me answer this question. Would you rather, crazy numbers here, would you rather be married at 40 years old and marry the right one or married at 28 and get a divorce when you're 40? Ooh. What would you rather have? And now I'm not saying you're going to wait yeah. to be 40 because that sounds like terrible news to everyone listening. But would you rather wait two or three years and have the right one at the right time and trust God's plan than be married today and it be miserable? Trust me. Marriage is, people love the idea of marriage, but marriage is very real and can be very difficult. I've seen marriage be very hard on people and everyone wants to wish well, but the truth is, A good marriage comes from, and it takes us into the next step, is uh, the next question that came in, or the next thought that came in that we wanted to talk about, is the thought of you completely. You complete me. Marriage actually isn't two people completing each other. Marriage is two complete people coming in and joining together to love each other and to do something for God. That's what a Christian marriage is. It's not two people, two half people who, Making you know, can't figure out life on their own. Oh, I can't, you know, I'm just a mess without help. And then they go into a marriage to be a whole person. Mm-mm. A good marriage comes from people who are doing single life very well. And so that's really one of the biggest misunderstandings is people are looking for the spouse to fill a hole. Obviously, sexually, you have that. You'll have, that's what That's the purpose of getting married. And there's companionship. But I had friends before Krista came along. She's my best friend now. But I had friends. I was happy. I was doing well at work. I was doing well for myself. I was I was content. I didn't <laughs> I didn't have to have a spouse. Yeah. Um, and so when you when you focus on what God has put in front of you, He will bring you to a place of contentment. And usually that's when the spouse will come. It's like when you're completely desperate for it, that the Lord knows. Hey, if you, if you're gonna fall apart without a spouse, it's probably better that you don't have one and learn to lean on the Lord.
0: This is something I'm just going to quickly answer because, um, and I'll do a whole podcast on this because I have a lot to say. Um, But the question is, how do I enjoy being single? Um, And basically, I'll just say this, um, be very, very overwhelmingly joyful that you have not uh, married the wrong person, that you're not in a bad relationship, and that God is preserving you right now. Um, And have fun, you know? don't you know don't don't kind of don't find the friends that make you know uh we all talk about how we're so single and how terrible it is and, and everything like that you know get around people who who like to have fun get around people who are spiritual go-getters get around people who are going after the things of god you know we know some awesome young single um people that are really they're so ready to be married because they're not the the mopey single person you know that's just like uh you know i just don't how to enjoy my life right now. I'm just waiting for the spouse to come along. That will never happen. Like you will never see the sad Mopi person find like the awesome spouse that they're dreaming of.
1: They'll probably get married, but nothing will change because not, n- the spouse can make certain things feel better, but it's like, it's not a, a permanent fix. Who you are now is who you're going to be when you're married. It's still you. You don't radically change by getting married.
0: <laughs> yes. But yeah, so the, the simple answer is how do I enjoy being single? Be, just be grateful that God's preserving you, that you're not in the wrong relationship right now. Um, and this is a question.
1: Am I ready to date?
0: Yeah. I was going to skip that one, but okay. we, can, we can do that one.
1: The answer is no, you're not ready to date.
0: Um, if, <laughs> if you're not
1: allowed to buy a lottery ticket. You're not, well, you're not allowed to date. I wasn't
0: thinking really age that much, <laughs> but if you can hear the voice of God clearly, that's my question to you. If you ask me, am I ready today? I would say, can you hear the voice of God? You know, or is that something that you're still working on? Are you still working on cultivating the relationship with God to the point where that's you good. can hear his voice clearly? That's really um, good. and if you say, yes, I can hear the voice of God clearly. I know how to follow the leading of the Lord. Then I would say, yes, then you're ready. Um, and just one one more um, kind of a question, but yeah. So basically, um, this is the question. Uh, I'm just going to figure out where we start. Um, okay, so yeah. Why is it so often portrayed in Christian couples and in Christian dating books that the girl is the one who stays pure her whole life, the guy dates around, and then figures out she's the one, and they get married? My thought is, if I'm staying my course, he should be staying his just as much. And why does this seem so common?
1: Because guys are scallywags.
0: Um, <laughs> I can't say that I've ever read a, a dating book where that that was the story. Um, but, you know, I would say if you're believing God for the spouse that has stayed pure their whole life and that's what you're praying for, that's what you're believing for, I believe that that's what God will bring to you. Um, you know, I don't believe that God's going to bring you a spouse that you're going to feel like is 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 not, you know, um, what you want it to. But you know what? You have to remember this. If, if this person has you know messed up in the past and then they ask God to forgive them, the blood of Jesus says there is no past.
1: So When God looks at that person, even though they may have a past, God doesn't see them as someone having a past because he's forgiven them. So you're asking for someone who's pure. You have to look and say, is their heart pure? And that's the reality because you're saying, God, I want someone pure. And he's like, I gave you someone pure. And you're like, oh, but they did this when they were 14 years old. And you're like, they're like... I don't have a record of them doing that because of the blood of Jesus. So obviously if someone's got like coming out of three months out of severe Prison. drug addiction, right? And a face tattoo, maybe like, hey, that's probably not probably not going to be the one for you. I'm sorry if you have a face tattoo at this point. You can get those removed. It's very painful, but you should do it. But But on a spiritual level, like the... Do they have a pure heart now? That's the question is, do they have it? Are are they carrying that stuff as baggage or are they free from it? Or is it so
0: far removed from them that you would never even know that that was their testimony? Um, So that's what I would say, you know, and I would say kudos to you for, for staying the course. I mean, that is amazing. Um, And, and keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're, you're on the right path with that. So. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We went a little bit long on this one, but if you have any more questions, please send them in to us on Instagram. We love you guys so much. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.